welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There's several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. My email is ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message and while you're there if you'd like you can make a donation to support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that now let's get started with today's lesson good morning today is lesson 187 I bless the world because I bless myself. I bless the world because I bless myself. No one can give unless he has. Well, that's true. We all know you can't give something you don't have. Continuing. In fact, giving is proof of having. I like that. Giving is proof that I believe in abundance and that abundance is for me. We have made this point before, continuing. What seems to make it hard to credit is not this. So what makes this idea hard to believe is not that you can't give something you don't have. That's logical. Continuing. No one can doubt that you must first possess that you would give. It is the second phase on which the world and true perception differ. Having had something and given it to someone else, then the world asserts that you have lost what you had possessed. The truth maintains that giving will increase what you possess. And that is what seems crazy to the world. So continuing. How is this possible? For it is sure that if you give a finite thing away, your body's eyes will not perceive it as yours anymore. Yet, we have learned, and this is a very key point, we have learned that things but represent the thoughts that make them. And you do not lack for proof that when you give ideas away, you strengthen them in your own mind. So the more we talk about something, the more we think about it, the more the idea is perpetuated, not only in our mind, but in the mind of everyone we mention it to. So continuing, perhaps the form in which the thought seems to appear is changed in giving, yet it must return to him who gives nor can the form it takes be less acceptable 
It must be more. It must be more acceptable. So things only represent the thoughts that made them. Abraham Hicks talks about thoughts turning into things. It's the whole vibrational reality thing. The way that I perceive thoughts turning to things is that the more attention you give to something, the more energy is pulled together until it becomes solidified. So what this is saying is that when we're thinking about something, it's an idea. When we give that idea away, someone else receives that idea and it's strengthened in our mind and in their mind. So when we give an item away, the other person is thinking about it and we are too. So we have our attention on the thing, not the lack of it, but how great it was to be able to bless someone else with that thing and how much we enjoyed it as well. So then that thing will come back to us. The thing that will come back to us will be better. It must be more. So continuing, ideas must first belong to you before you can give them. If you are to save the world, you first accept salvation for yourself. So teaching from experience, not from theory. Continuing, but you will not believe that this is done until you see the miracles it brings to everyone you look upon. Herein is the idea of giving clarified and given meaning. Now you can perceive that by your giving is your store increased. In the Bible, in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, Jesus is quoted as having said, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. So continuing, protect all the things that you value by the act of giving them away, and you are sure that you will never lose them. What you thought you did not have is thereby proven to be yours. Yet value not its form. So when we're giving something away, don't just focus on the item. Focus on the benefit that you received by having the thing. For this, the form of the item will change and grow unrecognizable in time, however much you try to keep it safe. No form endures. Things in this world change. You can get something that's brand new, but it's going to wear. It's going to break down. It's going to fade in one way or another. No form endures. It is the thought behind the form of the thing that lives and I say, or remains unchangeable. The thought, the idea of the benefit that we receive from the thing is what remains unchangeable. Because it's not really the things that we want, it's the feeling that we get 
from those things. Let's say we have an old car and it's breaking down all the time and we want a new car. The reason that we want a new car is for the feeling of dependability and safety and freedom to have a car that we can drive and not worry about having it break down and leave us stranded somewhere, maybe in the middle of nowhere, or maybe we re restrict our travel because we don't trust that this car will take us a hundred miles away and back. What we're really wanting in wanting a new car is that freedom and that security. So continuing, give gladly. You can only gain thereby. The thought remains and grows in strength as it is reinforced by giving. The thoughts extend as they are shared, for they can not be lost. So thoughts leave not their source, right? So continuing, there is no giver and receiver in the sense that the world conceives of them. There is a giver who retains, another who will give as well. And both must gain in this exchange, for each will have the thought in form most helpful to him. So when we are wanting freedom and we have this old car that is not very dependable to us and someone else has no type of vehicle at all and they would be happy to have a car even if it's not dependable they don't go far anyway they can only go where they can walk to but a car can get them there quicker and with more ease so they're wanting freedom you're wanting freedom so you give them that car and that gives them a greater sense of freedom than what they had and while you're enjoying the idea of the sense of freedom, another better car will come to you, better vehicle, some sort of vehicle that will be more dependable and we will have that sense of freedom that we're wanting. So that's what that means. Both must gain in this exchange for each will have the thought in form most helpful to him. So continuing, what he seems to lose is always something that he will value less than what will surely be returned to him. So, again, we gave away the, the old car that does not suit our needs. And when we get the better car that will be dependable and not breaking down, we valued the old car less than the new car. So, continuing. Never forget that you give but to yourself. This may make it easier to put this into practice. Someone who, continuing, who understands what giving means must laugh at the idea of sacrifice because there really is no such thing as sacrifice when we understand how it works. Continuing, nor can he fail to recognize the many forms which sacrifice may take. He laughs as well at pain and loss, at sickness and at grief, at poverty, starvation, and at death. 
He recognizes that sacrifice remains the one idea that stands behind them all, all ideas of pain, loss, sickness, and all the rest of it. And in his gentle laughter, they are healed. Oh, what a beautiful place to be. I'm moving in this direction. I'm getting there. Continuing. Illusion must, illusion recognized, must disappear. So once we recognize that something is only an illusion, it doesn't matter anymore. So continuing. Accept not suffering. And you remove the thought of suffering. Your blessing lies on everyone who suffers when you choose to see all suffering as what it is. The thought of sacrifice gives rise to all the forms that suffering appears to take. And sacrifice is an idea so mad that sanity dismisses it at once. So suffering is an illusion based on the idea of sacrifice. Meaning that if someone has a lot, a lot of money or a lot of love or a lot of whatever, and someone else has little or none, they have little or none, the thought goes, because this other person has so much. So they have had a sacrifice of those things. So continuing, never believe that you can sacrifice. So sacrifice isn't real. It too is only an illusion. Continuing, there is no place for sacrifice in what has any value. So if something is truly valuable, it cannot be sacrificed. If the thought occurs, if the thought of sacrifice occurs, it is its very presence proves that error has arisen and correction must be made. Your blessing will correct it. Because this blessing was given first to you, it is now yours to give as well. No form of sacrifice and suffering can long endure before the face of one who has forgiven and has blessed himself. So blessing ourselves with the recognition of the illusion of sacrifice and suffering, in doing that, we're blessing the world. Continuing. The lilies that your brother offers you are laid upon your altar with the ones that you offer him beside them. So the altar is our minds, our mind. And when we bless ourselves with the recognition that illusion and sac that sacrifice and suffering are illusions, then we're giving that, we're laying that on the altar of our mind and giving it to our brothers and sisters. And because we're giving it to them, they are giving it back to us. Continuing. Who could fear to look upon such lovely holiness? The illusion of the fear of God diminishes to nothingness before the purity that you will look on here. 
be not afraid to look. The blessedness that you will behold will take away all the thought of form and leave instead the perfect gift forever there, forever to increase, forever yours, forever given away. Mm. Such lovely Holy Communion. Continuing. Now are we one in thought, for fear has gone. And here, before the altar to one God, one Father, one Creator, and one thought, we stand together as one Son of God. Not separate from Him who is our source, not distant from one brother who is part of our one self, whose innocence has joined us all as one. We stand in blessedness and give as we receive. The name of God is on our lips, and as we look within, we see the purity of heaven shine in our reflection of our Father's love. Now we are blessed, and now we bless the world. What we have looked upon, we would extend, for we would see it in everyone. Which, by the way, is how we extend and give. When we recognize it in ourselves, and we recognize the truth, and then we apply it, and we see it in everything and everyone around us. Continuing, we would not have it be withheld from anything we look upon. And to ensure that this holy sight is ours, we offer it to everything we see. For where we see it, it will be returned to us in forms of lilies that we can lay upon our altar, making it a home for innocence itself who dwells in us and offers us his holiness as ours. bless the world because I bless myself. After reading this lesson, we can understand how by our giving, our store is increased. What a powerful lesson. Today, I wish you a day of giving. Many blessings. Namaste.